Hello everyone. It's uh, Angus, aka Ted Mosby. Here today, I have a special guest today. One of my buddies, uh, Nathan Tompkins. He's uh, one of the buddies from the CrossFit gym. Uh, we work out together. We train together, and uh, we actually were roommates before. Long story, but uh, <laughs> happy to have him today. We will talk about the NBA playoffs today. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not bad. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So this morning we watched the um, playoffs, Western Conference semifinal, uh, Houston Rockets versus uh, uh, Lakers. Game two, quite a decent game. What do you think about it? Rockets got down super early, and from there I thought they were out, but they came back with their shooting. I think small ball is perfect for them. Just, just it's, it fits into the way they play. Um, and like a lot of people have been saying, they have the heart. I mean, PJ Tucker, I don't know how he hasn't been a defensive player of the year yet, but he deserves some credit because he was balling out tonight. And he had, he shot 7 to 10 from the field and had 18 points and 11 rebounds. For some of you guys uh, listening to our podcast right now, if you uh, actually follow on Instagram or social media a lot, actually uh, there's some like jokes about uh, PJ Tucker's height. He might a little bit, he might be a little bit short and maybe undersized, but um, from what I watched today, he actually played hard and he played some good defense versus uh, Anthony Davis, one of the best big men in the league. So uh, he's actually doing uh, quite good work. And what I saw the Rockets today, they their role players actually showed up, such as Eric Gordon. Covington, Daniel House Jr., and what we mentioned earlier, P.J. Tucker. So uh, they have their own roles, uh, could be in shooting, making rebounds, or even just playing defense. However, uh, one of their stars, Russell Westbrook, What's, what happened to him today? He's basically, he's hiding. Yeah. What do you I think mean, about him today? He hasn't shot, I, I, saw, I saw a stat from earlier where he hadn't shot more than six threes since January. Tonight he shot seven. And he was one for seven, and he was four for fifteen from the field. Got in early foul trouble. I mean, he didn't play his best, but for me, I'm a Rockets fan, so I got to keep believing he's going to bounce back. And he's Russell Westbrook, so I think he will bounce back. Um, and you can't expect him to have a night like that. And Houston were in the game until uh, from the start, uh, and then they got out to that big lead, and they got back, and that's with Re- Russell Westbrook playing like this. So. As long as he has a good game next game, I think this is going to be a really good series. Um, I think the Rockets, they match up well against the Lakers. I know the high advantage that Lakers have, but the Rockets have the the guard power to spread the floor and shoot it. Whereas the Lakers, they're, I mean, they didn't start off well in the bubble shooting three, but it will be an interesting series. What are your predictions for the series? My prediction for right now is Lakers in seven. Why I say that? Westbrook, I know you're a Rockets fan, but for Westbrook, he got to show it up. Today, yeah. he only got like 10 points yeah. and 7 turnovers. Yeah. I know he got into early uh, foul trouble, but uh, he's not really, really playing well. He didn't really show it up. And if you look at his stats in the in the playoffs, if you see his uh, shooting percentage, you probably won't believe it. He's just only shooting 17% of the 3-point yeah. line. There's a yeah. not, that's the worst yeah. on the team, on the Houston Rockets. So he, this brother, he got a shoulder. He, he has an athletic system, and uh, I know he just came uh, back from injury, but he, his worst behavior basically came back, just keep shooting the ball 
um, without thinking. So um, if he can stop shooting much or change up his role, uh, I think Houston Rockets has a has a chance. I still think I agree with what you said earlier. Their small uh, small ball lineup uh, really works for them, especially uh, PJ Tucker and Covington. They actually play some uh, good defense and they can uh, shoot as well. So uh, depends on the role players. If the role players keep showing up and uh, Westbrook doesn't turn the ball over too much, I think Houston might have a chance to pull an upset. However, if Westbrook keep playing like that and shooting like that, uh, I think Houston is in trouble for this series. Yeah, yeah. What's your that prediction? Is a fair point. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I have to go with my Rockets. I'm gonna go Rockets in seven. I just. I think. I think Westbrook will understand that he needs to step up, and he will. I mean, the system is made for him. There's no center because of the way he plays. It opens up the lane for him. You know, if it was just Harden, they'd still have Capella. Um, but I think the role players need to have a bigger role if they're gonna win. I mean, Daniel House played well today off the bench. But, I mean, Jeff Green, he had 21 minutes, no, nothing productive. And he's been good in the bubble. He's been really good. Um, but he had no effect. Austin Rivers, Ben McLemore didn't have much of an effect either. They only got 13 points off the bench, and that's off one guy. So I think their bench players need to step up. Westbrook needs to step up. Um, and then I think they can take it. But... If they play like they did today for the rest of the games, I I don't see it happening. But I think that this will be the best um, semis out of the uh, four game four series being played right now. Yep. So yeah, not to mention Lakers bench today they score forty one points today. Even Markeith Morris, Markeith, Markeith Morris probably outscored the whole bench of Houston. So uh, there's a big factor to, uh, for tonight's uh, game. And Rondo was Rondo was uh, a big piece for them today. So yeah, Houston Rockets bench, they got a shoulder as well. So a couple of factors can... Uh, I know the series is only one-to-one, but uh, a couple of factors can uh, turn the whole series over. Houston Rockets uh, bench players and obviously the former MVP, Russell Westbrook. He's got to like being consistent on the shooting or shoot less. And he got to turn. He got to stop turning the ball over that many times. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, and and one more one more note to add is that the Lakers uh, yeah, defense on. on James Harden today. They, I mean, he saw double teams as soon as he got to pass half court. He was being full court pressed. Yep. I mean, he shot well. He still had his. He still did his James Harden thing. Had thirteen free throws. Had twenty seven points. But he only took twelve shots. And for James Harden, that's 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 a low amount. I mean, Eric Gordon shot sixteen shots, and you'd think James Harden's you know that offensive guy. He's their number one option. He only had twelve. So I think credit to Lakers defense and Frank Vogel uh, for making the adjustments they needed. Um, because I mean, game one got off to a hot start for the Rockets because uh, Harden was cooking them, but they did really well today. Uh, so Lakers made the necessary adjustment and they got. A lot of production out of their big two, LeBron and AD. For Harden, uh, when we were watching earlier in the in the second half, especially second half when the Lakers uh, switched to uh, full court defense, and then also uh, at the end of the game, uh, they you always can see when um, Harden tried to uh, drive the ball. Basically, he got like two to three Lakers defenders, like basically like uh, welcome him. So it's. Uh, for stats wise, it's kind of decent night for Harden, but he actually played hard and actually he got he got defended pretty pretty hard. But still, um, 
can have some like decent stats tonight. So yeah, I think if if Lakers um, change up the defense, not like double team him, he will definitely have a uh, big game, which might lead him to um, uh, another victory for uh, for the Houston Rockets. Let's see what's happening um, for Game Three, and then uh, and see if the series like which which team going to take the lead. And what's what's your predictions for Game Three? Game three, I will say, hard to tell right now, but I would say both teams definitely will change up their uh, game plan. I would go for uh, Houston Rockets because I believe Russell Westbrook would like to uh, have a bounce back and should prove himself. He's like an MVP level player. I know uh, Lakers have a good roster. They have uh, obviously LeBron James and Anthony Davis and other players, but um, if Russell Westbrook bounce back, Houston is definitely a dangerous team. Yep, yep, I agree. All right, should we head over to the other game of the night, the Bucks and Heat? What did you, what have right, you made so far it. of the Heat? I mean, being up three zero, obviously tonight they lost, but still, my the Bucks have to win the last three games to win. Uh, I didn't see this coming. I was expecting a Bucks victory in six games max, but I think the Heat and them being led by Jimmy Butler. I think I think they're dangerous, and I think they're the kind of dark horse in the East. Um, they've got a really good team this year, um, and there's no big star. I mean, Jimmy Butler's a star, but he's not he's not that top tier kind of guy. But I think their leadership and the heart they play with uh, has kind of really been putting them over the edge. But concerns for Milwaukee as well. Uh, Giannis going out early in the game today. Um, they say he's going to be back for game five, but I mean, for a guy like him who uses his athleticism and his bounce, an ankle injury is never, you know, good for that. So, what do you, uh, what did you make of the game today? Wow, like for this series, I'm just like wow. When uh, besides tonight's loss for the Heat, when they were up for three zero, I'm I'm like wow. Like, is it real? Like. Uh, before this series uh, start, I would say most of the people like favor the Bucks. Uh, could be like in five or in six, but somehow it's like the opposite way right now. Heat is still up by three uh, one, and potentially, um, I think they could close out the series uh, upcoming game, so they could win a series in four one. And yeah, I agree. I somehow agree with you. Jimmy Butler is basically the biggest name uh, on the Heat roster, and they do not have like some big names. Uh, they are more like a team teamwork team, and Jimmy Butler once said like he doesn't need to score a lot of points. That's not his role. Basically, he's a he's a great leader, and he actually he's actually like a good like uh, leader for like some players such as like Tyler Hero. Yeah, they've they've got a really close relationship. They do, they do, and uh, somehow like what what he did in uh, the. Timberwolves practice the infamous practice with the third stringers like said um, <laughs> what did he say basically he said um, you guys need me and you cannot win without me before he uh, this is basically one of his like best uh, memory for um, the Timberwolves and now somehow when he gets to the Miami Heat like he's like a totally different like person I'm not saying like he's ever is a bad leader but it's just like now on the Heat maybe it's a perfect fit for him now he can yeah. actually show his leadership yeah and lead a team, an average team. Look at the roster. Miami Heat, just like an average team. And they could lead it to, he could lead to this team to uh, conference semifinal 
and potentially going to the Eastern Conference Final with this roster. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Like how I much mean, he has been proving I mean, this season. I mean, Bam this year has been, you know, playing at an all-star level. And, you know, he had a great game today. So I think I think for the future going forward, you know, they've got so many good pieces and and that young kind of core, you know, I mean, none hasn't been playing uh, in the playoffs that much, but he is a good young piece for the future. And they got Bam, they've got Duncan Robinson who can shoot the lights out and Jimmy. Um, and they've got, you know, the veteran players as well. Jay Crowder, Dragic, Iguodala. Uh, it all. I, I think it's a very well put together roster, and I think they'll do some damage in the East. I see them coming away with the win next game, um, and then it's a it's a battle between Celtics and Raptors to see who they face. But I'm thinking that you know Heat could cause some trouble in the Eastern Conference Finals, no matter who they're playing. Um, Definitely. Um, so, uh, what's your prediction for this series? I'm I'm saying four. I'm saying four one to the Heat. They'll take the next game and they'll move on. Next game they'll close it out. Yeah, they'll close it out. I think so. I think they can taste they can they can smell the blood. They just want to go for the kill. It seems like Okay, so now his uh, conversation kind of heated up conversation recently. Um what if what if the Bucks got uh eliminated? Do you think Giannis will join another team and she look for uh like or which team do you Whoa. think he'll go to? I th- I think that the Bucks will want to keep him, and I've got a feeling that he's going to stay. But they need another player. I mean, I heard Richard Jefferson say this as well, that, you know, is Giannis a Pippen? And I I agree with that. I don't think your star guy can be a guy who is a bad free-throw shooter. I mean, he's an improved free-throw shooter and three-point shooter, but in crunch time, I mean, he missed three free-throws in the last fourth quarter of the last game. I think they need they need that extra guy. I mean, Middleton, he's good, but he's just not that dog. They need they need a, another superstar over there. Otherwise, I think I, I I don't see them going any further. They play well in the regular season, but when it's when it's playoff when it matters, then crunch time they haven't been looking great. And I do think Giannis needs that other piece because I, I I mean I agree. I think he's a Pippen. Okay, so you think he's a Pippen? Yeah. So I somehow agree with you, and uh, so talk about the stats first. Uh, for Giannis, he's shooting like fifty-eight percent in the FIFA line uh, in the playoffs, which is kind of like half and half. And especially crunch time, if you miss FIFA, that's kind of hurting your team, and um, also like uh, destroying your uh, confidence to uh, take a game-winning shot as well. I think he that's definitely something he needs to work on, and also for uh, nowadays. Uh, the three points game, he's a big man. He doesn't need to shoot like Steph Curry or Clay Thompson, but uh, he definitely can uh, spend some time to work on his uh, three point shots. So for like a big man like him, for uh, let's say for this season shooting in the regular season, he's only shooting like he's only okay, thirty percent. Okay, wow. however, compared to um, other like uh, dominant uh, big men in the league like the Joker from the Denver Nuggets. He's shooting uh, 31.4%. And also another um, great big man, Anthony Davis. He's shooting from the line with uh, 33%. So it's, um, it's kind of a like close percentage, but there's also show like uh, there's something he needs to be, uh, work on to, uh, to improve his game and also um, to improve the three-point ring to uh, make him like better players 
and also obviously the three throw because you don't want your light missing three throws in a crunch time. So that's something he's definitely to work on. And also speaking of the uh, Jordan and Pippen topic, I would say he depends on what he's doing this off season after the playoffs. If if he really going to join the Golden State Warriors, um, he's definitely will become a Pippen. Maybe even uh, Dennis Rodman. Okay, don't get me wrong. I love Dennis Rodman. I love his uh, crazy haircuts and uh, <laughs> all the uh, crazy stuff. His stuff like partying and uh, the stuff he says. If you join Golden State Warriors, it's, it's, you it's are basically it's, it's you you are basically automatically a Pippen. Okay, you are, your legacy will be in the will be completely changed. However, if you stay on the say in the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, maybe potential can bring another star in. You, you may, you might can in win a title or two or maybe three. You may can um still become a Jordan. Uh, and then people may not uh, say you're a Pippen. However, if you join, if you join another team with another MVP, he will be a Pippen. I know Pippen didn't uh, get any MVPs. That's what he replied. Uh, subtweet uh Richard Jefferson. If you, an MVP, potentially back to back. And join another team with another MVP. Yeah, you are definitely Pippen. So let's see if the Bucks can bring in another All Star, uh, to come in, uh, to join them. I Middleton is an All Star, but I agree with you. He just uh, he's not on all the time, and also he just not that um level to be on the championship no, team. He, uh, second he's option, not that yes. dog. He doesn't, to, have, he doesn't got that championship pedigree. He doesn't. He doesn't. You're right. He's not like uh Westbrook. Or uh, Clay on the Golden State, so uh, let's see what uh, with the Bucks going to do for uh, this off season. Okay, now we move on to another uh, series in the East, the Celtics and the Raptors. So it was uh, Celtics. Celtics they were up by two zero at one point, but now it's like tied two and two. So uh, what do you think about this series? I think oh, it's a tough one because. I mean, you can you can you can't you know disrespect the reigning champions, the Toronto Raptors. They lost Kawhi, but they still they still have played an amazing season. And you know that they've leveled the series. The one thing that you can think about it in the bubble, there's no home court, so the first two games and the second and the last two games, they they don't really matter as into where into the context of where they are because there's no home court, so they don't have that advantage. So with the series being even at 2-2, there's no, it's going back to Boston next game. It's going to be in the bubble. So it could be anyone's game. This is a really tight matchup. And I think this is one of the really good series as well for the semis. But I see the Celtics nudging over in the end. I think it will go to a game seven. But I think the Celtics have just... They have too many killers, you know, Tatum, Kemba, and Kemba is great in the crunch time. Um, I mean, the Raptors, they they got off lucky last um, in game three with OG's uh, game-winning shot, but that was, I mean, I love Brad Stevens as a coach. I think he's a great coach, but that was a badly a badly drawn um, defensive play from them. I don't know why they had Taco fall in, and I understand, but he wasn't smothering the ball, and they played zone when... They should have played man to man, but I do think the Celtics will get over the Raptors. What about you? What are you? Uh, what are you thinking for this one? 
For this series, I'll go with uh, Celtics uh, in game N6. Uh, so Celtics will uh, win this series 4-2. So I was watching the game 3 uh, crunch time. And I was thinking, I was thinking, okay, Celtics going to be up 3-0 and the series will be over. And uh, with about uh, 0.5 seconds left, um, Celtics uh, put in Taco 4. And it's kind of like... Um, in my opinion, I believe Brad Stevens wants to use uh, his uh, wings uh, span yeah, uh, he, advantage yeah. on the line. He was on the line guarding the ball, so I think that's his uh, thinking. Uh, but however, it just didn't work out. They have a long pass and have a long pass uh, passage to OG, and they made that three. And then um, from three zero to two one, the series is completely different. If you if you're down by 0-3, I believe like you know you're not coming back. So you may, you may be able to win a game or two, but I do not believe a team can come back like from uh, 0-3. So now the series uh, tied two by two, two and two. But I still believe the Celtics uh, will wake up and try to win the next two games and advance to the conference finals. That's the downside about Gordon Haywood. Um, personally, I am a friend of him since uh, he was at uh, Butler, the NCH. Um, yeah, his sophomore year, he almost made that um, game-winning shot from half-court to beat Duke. Yeah. Uh, so since I follow yeah. him a lot, injuries like been killing him, uh, the nasty ankle injury, and also now he got another ankle injury in the bubble. And the news said he's back into the bubble, but Brad Stevens said uh, Golden Hayward probably won't play anytime soon. So he needs to be in quarantine for a few days, and also he assumed he needs to practice and get in shape again. So I doubt he will be in, uh, on the court this series or unless it's like game seven. Assume he's out, but I still I, I still believe uh, Tatum, Kemba, and Jalen Brown, and also Marcus Smart, those bad boys can uh, pull out this series uh, to, advance, to advance to the conference finals. Four and two. Yep, four and two. All right. All right, we're going to the, to the next uh, series and the last one we have. Back to the West, Nuggets, Clippers. What are your, uh, what are your thoughts and predictions for this uh, series going forward? So to be honest, um, this is a series I don't follow that much. I would say uh, Clippers in six uh, is a really good matchup. However, Nuggets been playing like seven games the last series. I know they're tired, and Clippers have like advantage rest uh, period. Also. Um, I just don't see uh, the Nuggets has a good uh, team, but I just don't see they can pull upset uh, against the Clippers. They have like uh, two times Finals MVP Kawhi. Uh, they have the experience and they have good defense. The only thing got my attention for this uh, for this series just like Pat, uh, Patrick Beverly. He's a great defender. I love his, uh, his uh, trash talking, <laughs> but the way he got tossed to the game is just like the only thing I've been paying attention in this series. What about you? Yeah, yeah, it's not a series I've been following too closely either. Um, I see the Clippers. I thought the Clippers were going to sweep them, but I still I think the Clippers will win four to one. Um, I think Denver. They've got a great team. Um, they've been playing well in the bubble. I mean, what a series last series against the Jazz. You know, they've got a they've got a star in Jamal Murray, who has been uh, playing out of his mind in the bubble, and he had you know big time shots in their last game. But I, yeah, I just don't see the Nuggets getting over the hump here. I think the Clippers are just—they've got a lot of offensive power. I mean, they've got a great bench in Harrell and Lou Will. Um, and yeah, I just don't—I just can't see them winning this or winning another game really. 
So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four one. All right, cool. So that's it for uh, for today's uh, NBA's report and uh, analyst for us. Thank you for listening, guys, and thank you to uh, have Naven to uh, be in here today. So Naven, um, we will head to UK soon, but hopefully we can keep doing this podcast even if it's uh, overseas. All right, hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Uh, see you guys next time.